We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're having a party. Oh, man. Dancing to the music. Well, not with Seltzer and Richie and Caney we weren't. It was, yeah, 30 people were dancing to the Thanks music. Thanks for reminding us again, Joe. You no. know what, guys? I'm going to host a party, and John and James, you're invited. Thank you. Joe, you're not. Well, I Very guess kind. that is uh, apropos. I get it. it. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, it was actually a pretty, pretty good party, by the way. I, uh, 30 people, man. The worst man. part is, Joe, we live pretty close to it. I know. I know. But, I mean, can I invite you and not invite these guys? I just fundamentally didn't want to invite these two. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird. Was it a fam- wow. Hold on. Was it a family party? Because nope. you do have a big 
Oh. No family. <laughs> that was a quick no. <laughs> no like, family. No definitive. No family. It was friends, it was and friends. you didn't make the cut. I mean, I love you guys. I do. Yeah. Do you really? I that, do. I love that, you. That sentence yeah. loses a lot of luster. Well, right I mean, now. I love you guys, you but know, you're it's... not coming to my house for my party <laughs> with my 30 closest friends. I've invited right. you many, many times. And, you know. and I've said sure. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about all that. All right, hey, quick update. Uh, Sirianni, uh, I thought the press conference was 1220. It is 1230 ish. 12.30 press conferences on Wednesdays can mean they can start at 12.26, 12.34. We'll see. It'll be coming up soon. So, Sirianni, so let's review again one more time. I asked this question before, but I want to I want to just drill down one more time. So, it'll be Sirianni soon, Jaws at 12.45. John, your expectation is that Nick Sirianni will not announce that Jalen Hurts is starting? Yes. That it will be a hedged, a hedged answer? It'll be a... We'll see how he looks this week, and uh, I'm not. And he'll probably say, "I I don't have to decide for a few days." We and, don't, and we will we that, don't have to make that decision for a few days. Will that concern you if he says that? No. See, that would concern me, James. Would it concern you? No. Again, he never says it. If if he were if he were normally like, "Well, this guy's gonna play, this guy's gonna not," and then he wouldn't say it about Jalen, then yes. But this is what he does all year long with any injury. I mean, there are guys who we knew for a fact were not like the CJGJ one. Like they didn't put him on IR for a week. We're like, oh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like he's got a lacerated kidney. Right. This guy always does it. It won't bother me at all. Yeah. Uh, it, well, I'll say this though. Would you guys agree that it is possible? It indicates that Hertz is more banged up than we would hope. I think what's possible is that the front office is now saying, "Hey, let's be as." protective as possible if we know for sure they're not playing anyone is it really wise to put Jalen out there and put him at risk I and I'm I am starting to get worried about that part well I don't think it'll happen but it could I just would be shocked that would really be playing with fire I would be stunned if they they do that Devin do you think he announces it hurts as the quarterback like Uh, he's playing so you guys are all no, right. I agree with James. He's just been cryptic all season. He has. So start now. I don't MO. think, but I don't think we need to read into it. Like, I don't, I won't freak out if he says, if he gives an I won't theory. freak out, but my antenna will be up a little bit because I want to hear that the quarterback, like, let me put so it this way. So you actually expect him to say, yeah, Jalen's good to go. N- ready no. to face the Giants. Like that, I don't think he said he that all season. He never, ever. Anything. Will will divulge anything he thinks gives the opposition an advantage. I agree with you, but part of what I'm getting at is getting back to last week, the game. There was a lot of people that speculated, oh, if the Eagles had to have this one, they'd play Hurts, which assumes that he could have played. I don't know that to be true or not. I don't know. I'm just saying as an Eagles fan, I would like some assurance that the quarterback is relatively okay. And the longer it dangles, oh, he might play, he might not play. Look, I get it, guys. You're saying strategically, why tip your hand? And, John, you're even saying maybe the Giants not playing their starters could lead to the Eagles not choosing to play Hurts. And that's theoretically possible. I'm just saying for my well-being, I think the well-being of about 5 million of us around here, it'd be nice to hear the quarterback's good to go, guys. But we'll see. All right, Jaws 1245, Sirianni shortly. Let's go to Anthony in South Philadelphia. Hi, Anthony. Hi, buddy. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, John, Devin. Happy New Year, Anthony. Happy New Year, Anthony. Thank you. Uh, Joe, I got something on this Hertz injury, yep. and I know you guys have been talking about it. I went on the Internet, and I looked up a, a tutorial on uh, the AC joint sprains. It's an SC I, sprain. AC joint, right? S-S-C. 
It's different. It's oh, sterno, it? sternoclavicular. It's the joint between the sternum and the collarbone. Anthony, not... you'll find out anytime you talk to Richie about the body, it's it's like next level, man. It's it, This guy is like a machine of information. Okay, I thought it was between the clavicle and the scapula, John. That's what they had reported originally. Yeah. So that's what well, I looked up. Well, anyway, that is and, a little different. Yeah, uh, this guy, this orthopedist I saw was... Um, specifically talking about the Jalen Hurts injury, so maybe I just got the wrong name. But according to what he said, a, a grade one sprain is a slight tear, and a grade two sprain is a significant tear, which if that's the case, then that makes you understand why he hasn't been playing. And then Brandon Graham last night, when they asked him about his condi- Hurts' condition, if you listen to what he said, it doesn't sound right. Um, we'll have to look into that, Anthony. I've heard he someone. Said it doesn't sound right, meaning. As far as like he's going to play, like he was dancing around. Did you see how Sirianni's dancing around this? But Brandon, Brandon Graham was saying things like, we, you want to protect the player from himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Jimmy could look it up. Yeah, we'll try to get that audio. Yeah. I heard someone else reference that, and yeah. I, I do want to hear that. Now, I will say, Anthony, sometimes players talk in code like that because they actually are told by the organization, we don't want you to divulge much information. So I'd have to hear it to sort of decipher. See what you think of it. Yep. Um, But let let me say this much. If if any of this is true, and uh, he's not going to play again this week, uh, these coaches should be try to try to become a little creative here. As far as I'm concerned, what my strategy would be, I'd take the game out of Minshew's hands. I'd play to our strength. I'd go to a double tight end offense. I run the ball down the Giants' throats and control the clock. And when we do have to throw, go play action naturally and go to your tight ends and backs, safe passes. And if we, uh, if, if the Giants load the box, then you go deep to your two receivers and when you get one-on-one coverage. And I try to take the game that way instead of staying with this offense that we have, trying to make fit him into yeah. Jalen Hurts' offense, which I think is a gigantic mistake. I think it was a mistake too. Anthony, give me a big answer, a thing associated with a person. Um, I'll give you back to the future. Dr. Emma Brown and his time-traveling DeLorean. Yeah, the DeLorean. You got it. Sure, absolutely. Let's go to Sean. Sean, you're on WIP. Hey, Happy New Year, Joe, John, and Devin. How are you guys? Doing well, Sean. Hey, listen, uh, Joe, in your defense, I'm sure that your three co-hosts would have got an invite to the party had it not been for a fire code issue. I'm sure you were at the exactly, match. That's exactly right, Sean. I was thinking, mm-hmm. listen, I was being a oh, good so we citizen. Were 31st, 32nd, and 33rd on the list. No, actually, you were, you, were, you were 77th, 78th, and 79th. <laughs> <laughs> I like your theory, Sean. It's a good one. Hey, listen, hey, listen on to the Eagles. Uh, I, I, I'm not concerned at all about this weekend. I think Jalen plays. Uh, this is a must-have. It's time to quit messing around with uh, Minshew. Uh, he gets in there, we take care of business, regardless of who's on the other side of the ball, and we get that bye because it's so important. Well, he's a must uh, He's a must play if he's good enough to play. You don't mess around with, oh, well, the Giants might not play their players, so we won't play Hurts. Like, that, to me, is not right. on the table. But what could be on the table is if Hurts actually isn't good enough to play, and hopefully we find out soon from the coach. We'll see. Not to mention, right. by the way, the, the report that will come out really soon about whether he practiced today which we sure. as of this moment don't know, but that information will be public in the next – well, I mean, it would be public in the next couple of minutes when Sirianni announces Well, here, didn't he practice last week? Last week he Thursday. was taking first-team reps. But so, he was partial – he was limited participant. Right. So I don't – like, John, how limited could limited be? I mean, it could be you just got out there and you went through 
drills where you're like walking through handoffs. Right, without throwing the ball. Yeah. That's no, the thing I saw that... reports that he was throwing with accuracy well, and looking pretty sharp. But I don't know how that would change from that last week to this week, but I don't know. Right, and that could be five passes instead of in 40 last passes. Last week we were debating, is he going to play against the Saints? And should yeah. he play against the Saints? I know. Yeah, but I the was... fact that they ruled him out on Friday – like he wasn't even – well, I was going to say the backup. I don't know. Sean, give me an answer, man, hey, a, thing, a thing associated with a person. Hey, Joe, can I ask a quick question regarding the uh, Bills-Bengals uh, game? Of course. Do you guys uh, think this scenario is possible? Of course, the, the young man's health is first and foremost with the NFL. But do you think that they're waiting for this weekend to end? And that if the Bills take care of the Patriots, the Bengals take care of the Ravens, and the Chiefs lose to the Raiders – uh, that this thing might all wash out yes. and they can slap a tie on this thing? If they find that it will impact no teams, yes, I think that is something that they, they might um, be waiting on. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. Great. Yep. Sean, what's the thing associated with a person? Uh, let's go back in history. Abraham Lincoln and the stovepipe top hat. Yeah, that's a good answer. Well, I mean, one of various Lincoln things you could have. You could have the uh, – what was the house, John? The uh, – Log cabin. The log cabin. What else would be a Lincoln? A that candle. Gettysburg Address. But... Reading by candlelight. Yeah. Yeah, they say he wrote the Gettysburg Address on. Some people, actually, I think it's inaccurate that he wrote the Gettysburg Address Illinois, on give him the whole state. He wrote it on a train. Yeah, but that. Oh, you mean the piece of paper. envelope uh, on a train. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, Devin, let me ask you a question, because these guys know there's a pretty good chance I'm going to run for president in the 40s. Oh. When I do, do you think I would be wise to bring back the top hat? Because I think it would be a great you know, fashion look. I think that would be a smart uh, thing to base your platform Yeah, I mean, I associate yeah. myself with Lincoln. Like, if it's good enough for Lincoln, it's good enough for the camera. Yeah. You know, I you know? out of anyone in this room, you could probably rock it the best. I agree with that, not, yeah. yeah. You don't seem like a top hat. <laughs> and guy. these guys doubt my presidency in the 40s, but you... You know what? I know that you've watched The West Wing enough times yeah. that you can probably run. That's Don't placate him. Stop <laughs> this. Only stop. Stop. This stop. You guys are, you guys are this good. is the most ridiculous thing that comes up on our show on a consistent basis. His Look, entire candidacy is going to be more uh, absurdity. Four score absurdity. And seven years ago. Our forefathers, look, you guys will the get me. The word nonsense was created for this exact thing. You guys will get me until sometime in the 30s, and then I'll run for the U.S. House of Reps, and then, you know, to the governor's chair a few years later. And quick the ascendancy press. to exactly. the White House. U.S. House of Reps. U.S. House. Oh, absolutely. So I don't mess around with Yeah, I don't do state. Yeah. the state. national level. State small time. Yeah. Let's go to Phillips. <laughs> We're still waiting for Sirianni in his press conference. Let's go to Chris in Northeast Philly. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you? Doing well, Chris. Good, Chris. What's up, buddy? It's my first time caller. I had a question about um, – well, I had two questions. One about the Flyers. I asked next. Um, I just want to ask John, do you as a player or ex-player, do you guys get frustrated at the argument of strength of schedule when you consider what happened with the Eagles this year, considering the fact that they are 13 and whatever they are, and everybody's saying they had the easy schedule, but the Detroit Lions are right outside – the playoffs, but a legitimate shot to get in there. Jacksonville Jaguars are in the playoffs. Tennessee just fell out. We beat them. Green Bay is right back in there. The Giants are in there. Washington just fell out. But we beat a lot of teams that people said we have an easy schedule, but these are actual playoff teams and legitimate contenders for the playoffs this year. Does it aggravate you as an ex-player, or do players get aggravated when people say you had an easy schedule when, I, you, you know, you look at the road and it's like, well, these are playoff 
both teams were beating. I think as a player, you you look at every week like it's a, you know a unique challenge. You you don't worry about the outside uh, impression of whether the the team you're going up against is good or or not. I I don't I don't know that they're even aware most times until it's brought up at a press conference or something. Sure. Hey, strength of schedule. I, I I don't think players even know for the most part. All right, Chris, give me a great answer, man. A thing associated with a person. I would say Linus in his security blanket. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. That's a really good one. Yeah, Lionel in the, in the blanket. That's good. Or is it Linus? Linus. Linus. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about strength of schedule, and this is what I thought he initially was saying, it is an odd aspect of the NFL that um, they kind of bring you back to earth year to year. If You know, you win your division, you get the hardest schedule. Now, look, it's I don't want to say it's unavoidable, but it's intentional, but it, it can never be even Steven. I mean, it's just you have too many games out of conference. And mm-hmm. so they – I mean, they do a really good job of taking good teams down and bad teams up. I right. mean, they just – it's very intentional. They do it with the drafts. Um, they do it with strength of schedule. Especially in the NFC East. I mean, it's it's really worked. The the rescheduling year after year. Well, the that's – that, yes, yes, that correct. The winner of the division has not been the same for however many years. I mean, it goes back oh, to four. Like, yeah. No, it's 0304. That's crazy. It's an amazing thing. So we're still waiting on Sirianni here. Got to make sure Sirianni doesn't pump up on Jaws. I mean, Jaws, James joins us at 1245. That's true. So make sure Sirianni, I mean, come on, get to sure, someone I'll in the call, Eagles. I'll call, I'll call Nick right Call now. Nick and yeah. say, listen, no more, de- no more deliberating on how to answer the hurts. I do think thing. Nick and I would be good buddies. We got similar vibes, me and Nick. And think so? Yeah, high energy, I excitement. Be with Nick you know, go out. Everyone does. Now, drinks, James, I feel fun. like you and Nick would just like be talking endlessly for <laughs> yeah. hours. Like, no one would be able to get a word in. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Be best friends. Would his voice get real high like your voice, James? I don't know. Probably not. By the way, John, did you notice in the first segment a high's voice got today? I Ooh, did boy. not. No, I don't. James, I love I you. I'm just saying. I'm speaking notice. for those that bring this up from time to time. Thanks, buddy. I, yeah. Cool. I, you know, it's, you know. You're really just taking shots today. <laughs> don't invite us to the party. You're taking shots you're right. right now. Yeah, you're being That's a bit a good of a jerk point. today. Man, well, welcome that, back. Happy New so Year. So let me let me just say this. There's um, So Conklin and I are starting to, and, and John and James, you guys know, uh, we're all putting our heads together. Devin, you don't know this yet. We're all putting our heads together for some stuff we can do with Conklin on the morning show because, you know, Conklin's going to be with us in the morning show. Nick. Uh, oh, we'll get to that later. Here's Sirianni. As far as uh, DeMar Hamlin, if you talk to the team, what kind of conversations have you had uh, about what, what went down Monday night? Yeah, um, you know, anytime there's a situation outside of our building that re- requires, uh, you know, discussion, we definitely do that. That's that's kind of our standard operating procedure here, and we we did the same thing. Uh, today, I won't get into the the conversation, but uh, you know, in the major specifics. But really, just want everyone to know that they got a lot of people that that care for them in this building, and that you know, the, the relationships. Like this is why this is one of the reasons why you build the relationships. So, um, the people that are hurting from this can can come talk to the people they need to. Um, and then, obviously, we just all feel for Demar and his family, and and just praying for a speedy recovery. Where do you stand in terms of challenge right at the end? Readiness for Sunday. Uh, yeah, we'll still keep that day by day. We don't have to make a decision yet. Um, and we're going to see how this week goes, and we'll see how today's uh, walkthrough goes of, of everything. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll see a little bit more because we'll be um, more than a walkthrough. We'll be practicing. And so, you know, we'll get a better idea here within the next couple of days. and it is truly a life of that situation. How do you 
handle that when talking to guys who might be slightly skittish when they need to dress for this weekend. Sure. Yeah. You know, the first thing you do when you when you're when you see that it's it's just shock. Uh, um, you know, you don't you don't see that very often. And, and, uh, so it's just shock. So you're, you're a lot of emotions and, and things are going through your mind. My first was as a football coach and as a former football player, what was going through my mind. And then it turned into my, my thought process. It turned into how do I, you know, mentor, you know, 80 guys, uh, um, through a tough situation like this. And then it turned into, well, my son plays football. Like there's just a lot of emotions that, that you have to go through. And, um, and so, but to me, it's not, to me, it is just the support aspect of it. It's not, how do I, the last thing in my mind is like, how do I convince them that, um, I, I, how did you said it? You kind of said like that, you know, they have to go out and play. Like it's just, we're just here for them right now. And, and, and trying to just be there for them. And, and this is a opportunity for us to practice what we preach. Do we, do we, do we really believe the connecting thing? Uh, or is it all just BS? Like, and so this is our opportunity to, to, to not only, you know, say, you know, we're there for each, you guys, but also be there for them. And so that's all we care about is that they know that they got a lot of people, all the guys, anybody that's, that's suffering through this, um, mentally, um, knows that they have people in this building that care that first of all, they have the resources in this building to, to able to talk through things, um, if they need to talk through things and then, you know, with all the different people that we have, but then also they have their teammates and their coaches that deeply in front office that deeply care about these guys. And, you know, just like we do anything, just do it together and, and, and get through this tough time, you know, and this is, this isn't, you know, these are, there's been other things that we've had these, these things through, you know, in these past couple of years as well, that, um, that, you know, you, you just, you go through, you have tough conversations and you, and you go through it, but at the end of the day, you just want them to know that you're, that you're there for them and, and that you'll do anything you can do to, you know, because, and then one thing that we talked about was like, Hey, there's a lot of perks to this game. This game gives us a lot of different things and we're, and we're completely grateful for those things. But the best perk it gives us is the relationships like that, you, if you ask somebody, if you ask a player or a coach who's no longer involved in the game, like, what did you, you know, of course, we'll be able to rattle off some wins or some plays or some, you know, whatever cool restaurants in Philly that we ate at or anything like that. But the first thing that's going to come to everybody's mind is the relationships. And, and so that's what, you know, that's what you've hoped you've built to this point so you can help guys through a tough time at this point. Nick, after uh, speaking with the players, are, are you sensing any hesitancy among any of them about returning to play? Um, not, not the sense that I've gotten, but, you know, that, again, that's not been the – that's not been the – the for the past couple of days when I've talked to guys on the phone or seen them in person, that's not been the um, focus of the um, – conversations the focus of the conversations is how can we be there for you so we're not even to that point yet um because you know and and we're not ever get to that point right it's just we want to be there for these guys in, in a tough time and and that's that's where we are right now through balance it. those conversations with also trying to refocus for a game on Sunday? you know um we you know that you you just you just do. You just go from one to the next, and and you try to make the transition there. When because you, you you talk about the tough things that are happening, and, and you and you have that conversation, and then you transition. Um, and it's not easy. Um, and it's not from like going from 
like meetings to walk through. Like that's not what we're talking about here. So you just try to move on and, and it's, it's a tough balance. Um, so you just, but you just try to move on to the next thing and, um, be where you are when at that time, but also understanding that the guy's minds could be in other places at that time as well. Yeah, Josh was in here today. Um, no update as far as where he is, uh, you know, as far as anything there, we'll, we'll just continue to take it day by day. Obviously he, you know, um, we all know, you know, with what, what happened to him on, on Sunday. Uh, but, you know, it was good to see him back in here today and uh, the smile on his face and, um, you know, probably going to be bugging me to play. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, we'll uh, we'll take that day by day. Uh, I'm glad he's back uh, in the building with his teammates. You anticipate uh, opening the practice window for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Robert Quinn. And also, um, Avante, is there any update on how's he doing? How uh, do you have a chance to get him back? Um, yeah, with Avante again, it's just you know we're we're just taking that day by day as well, right? And and we'll see when when it, like I'm not going to put a timetable on him. I know he's getting getting better as as it goes. You know, I know he was in there. You know, he's been in there every day rehabbing, um, and so not sure when we'll get we'll get Avante back. Um, you know, we're hopeful that we get him back, um, but not sure when that's going to happen. Um, with Chauncey and with with uh, Robert that will open their window today um, and and open their practice window today. And Jalen, will he be taking part in the walkthrough today? Uh, yes. Jesus, last year you ran a quarterback sneak 14 times, this year 30 times, um, which no other team is doing. And my data goes back to 2000, and no one has run a quarterback sneak 30 times since 2000. The highest was 20. So you guys are running at an unprecedented rate here. What goes into that decision? Why is it working for you, and why is that part of your strategy this year? Yeah, good question. Um, man, well, yeah, we lead the league in that. Good, yes. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the, the the what goes behind the decision is you know execution breeds confidence, um, and so, and it's probably not the right time to say this because we didn't get the the one done on um, on Sunday, um, but we really just trust those guys in that in, in that scenario. I think somebody asked me. Um, if I had to do it again, and, and I would, I, the answer is I would do it because I have so much confidence that our guys will get it done. And, and really the confidence really starts in those first three guys right there. It's Jason Kelsey, it's it's Isaac, and it's Landon, and them pushing the way right there. Uh, and, then it's the, and then it's the quarterback getting through it. And then there's a lot of different elements to it. And so, um, you know, it's – you know we have confidence in in the play. We've scored a bunch of touchdowns on it. We got a lot of uh, third and short yardage conversions on it. Um, so that's where the the execution breeds our confidence and and why we we like to to call it. You know, as far as the pure sheer number of it, is we've been in a lot of we've been pretty good on first and second down. Um, obviously, with the exception of last game, but we've been we've been pretty good on first and second down, where we've putting ourselves in positions to run these plays because we have a lot of short yardage plays. So the number the the sheer number of it of why they're so high is because we've been in a lot of goal goal to goal situations. We've been in a lot of short yardage situations and that, and that's where we we've been comfortable running those plays. And, and so that's a credit to the guys of what they've done on first and second down is, is why the sheer number of it. The say that one more time. Oh, the 92%, yeah. Um, yeah, we just have a lot of confidence in the play. I mean, he's one of the reasons why we have a lot. I don't know the exact numbers of what it was. Or, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I actually can't quite remember all that, but we do it because of him. You know, because he's so good at it. Um, and so um, maybe subconsciously, I did. He did. He did lobby just because of how good of a player he is and how good he is at that. Um, but uh, yeah, just like, like I said, we've we've had confidence in the play. We've done done a good job at the play. And the players have, have done a great job, and the coaches have done a good job of coaching the detail of the play. You'd be surprised, like, how much detail goes into just that play. Like, well, they just get down low and they just push, right? There's so much detail that go into the into the play and the different things we've we've had conversations with. So, um, yeah, we've, we've done a nice job with that play because of the guys. Two more, please. You guys have players in, in those plays mostly that Jalen will get pushed by a couple players behind him. There's different formations that he that's kind of a feature of it. And in talking to people around the league, that seems to be kind of a new aspect of the QBC is actually pushing the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Having guys do that. Have you talked to any like defensive guys around the league who are annoyed with you for like? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that they they are. But you know, and until they say that we can't do that, that's it's legal. And there's a lot of things that as an offensive coach, there's a lot of things that defensive coaches do that annoy us as well uh, on the opposite end. And so. Um, Hey, you know, just we're doing what we can do to put our guys in position to succeed, and then our guys are going out and doing it. If I can go back to um, to Josh Sweat, I mean, obviously what happened on the field Sunday was kind of traumatic, and then to have, you know, Tamar Hamlin the next night, I mean, does, do you think that makes it even more difficult for you guys, like, you know, seeing this two days in a row, basically? Um, again, just not, I, I'm not trying to go there. I'm just, again, being there for him to talk through things. And, and like I said, I've had a bunch of conversations with the guys, but, um, of course, like, you know, there's a human side to this too. Like, I, I mean, of, of that, you know, they, they see those things and of course it's going to affect us in different ways. Um, and not everybody's going to be affected, uh, the same way on it. Um, and in that, and Josh Sweat's situation was scary. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, that that having to watch him lay there, you know, before he, you know, not being not getting up right away, that's a scary thing too. So that that guys have to that guys have to deal with, and so um, and have to maneuver. And so it's that's tough. That's the tough part of this, you know, of you know this game. I mean, that those that injuries happen in this game, and um, again you just try to be there for the guys and, and, and that's all you're trying to do. Um, and, and everybody's situation and everybody's thought process is a little bit different, but that's why you have the relationship. So you can help because not everybody's case is the same. As far as the last one, folks. Goes, um, six sacks. I mean, people might say, oh, well, Lane's not there. Gardner held the ball too long. Um, what was your take on that? And how do you think Jack Driscoll did coming in a right tackle? Yeah. Um, you know, Obviously, you never want to you never want to give up that that many sacks, and because they put you behind the, the it's 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 worse than an incomplete pass, right? Because you're you're losing yards on it, and so there's there's plenty of blame to go around for our, for those sacks, right? Whether um, you know we didn't put the player first and foremost, we didn't put the players in a couple of the sacks. I'm like, man, there wasn't anybody open on that, and we just didn't do a good enough job getting the guy, helping the guys get open, or you know, or whether a receiver didn't get open on a play, or a tight end didn't get open on a play, or, or running back missed the block, like or like it is a true eleven 
it's the best team game there is and so it truly takes all 11 to to do it and it takes the you know us as coaches too to put them in the right spot so a ton of blame to go around for that um and it, it starts with us as coaches make sure that we we get guys help guys get open in those senses um I, and i thought jack did a nice job coming in and 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 playing against a player that's a that's a good player um and you know he fought and he and he's gonna get better from this and uh so no complaints there with, with Jack. All right, there it is, the uh, Sirianni press conference. Uh, Ron Jaworski with us in, in just about 30 seconds. Let me say this quickly. Three things hit me there. One, I thought, guys, he did a tremendous job handling the DeMar Hamlin situation as he presented it publicly. I mean, as you would expect, Nick Sirianni's on top of it as far as being a leader and being a human and, and helping his guys. So, you know, you, you respect that, and it's, it's good stuff there on how he's handling it. Two, I got to be honest, I'm concerned – on Hertz, based on how Sirianni answered the first question. I know we all expected a nebulous answer. It was more nebulous than I would have liked to hurt. I'm just, you, it was exactly what I expected we would hear. I'm just telling you, it was not – I didn't like it. I'm optimistic that he said he's participating in the walkthrough. But it's a walkthrough. But he didn't but last it's a, week. It's just a walkthrough. I it mean, is it's, just a walkthrough, but he didn't last week. And three, I think the Eagles might get real lucky here. If Hertz can't go and the Giants don't play their starters, that could secure the one seed – but I'll tell you what, if the Giants played their starters and Minshew had to play, one seed would be up for grabs. Let's talk to Jaws. We'll get to that audio, what Sirianni said. For those of you missed it, it was about 15 minutes ago when he started that press conference. Let's welcome our buddy Ron Jaworski to the show. Hey, Jaws. How's everybody doing? Happy New Year. Uh, unfortunately, it's been a rough week for the National Football League, but our, all our thoughts and prayers go out to DeMar Hamlin and his family. So They sure do. Jaws, sure. let's let's start there. We'll get to the Eagles, but let's just start with your reaction to what you saw, where the situation goes from here. I mean, you took so many hits. You took so many that were more violent than that one. What was your reaction as a football fan, as a football player? Well, we, we've all taken hits that played the game. We've all had the bumps and bruises. We've had the broken bones. Um, this was totally different. You know, I've been around the National Football League since 1973. It's 50 years. I have never seen anything like that. Um, I literally was watching the game with my wife, and I had tears in my eyes. It was, it was that traumatic, and I think I probably represent anyone that put a helmet out for any team. We just thought those guys are still our brothers. There may be 30, 40 years of separation, but they're still our brothers, and I think we all feel the same way when we see one of our own go down like that. So, my, again, my thoughts and prayers, just go out to that young man. will be all right. Charles, we hear it in your voice, and we echo. I mean, obviously, especially John having, having played. Um, I thought the league has handled it well, Jaws. I mean, they took some criticism for not canceling the game immediately, like in the first seven minutes. And I'm like, hold on, it's a big decision. Can everyone just take a breath, please? I thought the league has done a nice job with the way they also are saying, okay, we're going to play week 18. We'll figure out whether we're going to reschedule the other game. We'll figure that out later. I think the league's looking good with how they're dealing with the situation. I would agree with you, Joe. Um, you know, everyone you know, wants an immediate decision on everything. You know, uh, the game was – Totally unimportant, you know, once uh, uh, DeMar got hurt on that play. And, you know, everyone wants to know when the game is going to be played, what's going on. There's too many damn people on Twitter and with a microphone in their hand that make outlandish statements and really don't even know what's going on. So uh, I think from a league perspective, the team perspective, I think it was handled beautifully. Joe, okay, let's move to the Eagles here. Um, Hurts, do you, do you know anything we don't know? What are you hearing? What are you expecting on whether Jalen Hurts will play on Sunday and just the nature of that injury? I'm a little bit surprised at the caution uh, that we got out of Nick today. Um, you know, all reports that I had gotten Sunday were that he was going to be ready to go this week. 
um, you know, if they decided they wanted to go with him, and I think if he's if he's 100% healthy in this game, you have to win to get a, you know win in the division and the bye game. Um, you know, I, I I didn't expect the caution that that Nick gave us in that press conference. I don't don't you think some of that is just uh, like gamesmanship because that's the way he rolls, Joss? Like he yeah, tries of course, to keep John. You know, so you've been that locker room. You know how these guys operate. They, you know, I I think it's kind of irrelevant. But uh, coaches seem to think if they can make the other coach stay up an hour longer preparing, that's an advantage for them. So yeah, there, there sure. is gamesmanship involved. So how likely is it that Jalen's return could correct this team's trajectory right now? I, I think if you just look at the play where you know Minshew threw the interception, I mean that that that's a play that should yeah. never happen and would not happen if if Hurts uh, is at quarterback. Uh, yeah. You know it, it was it was an easy read. You know safety's over the top. They, you know, they ran it earlier, but it was it was a little bit of a different look by the position of the corner. Marshawn Lattimore is you know he reads he's a cluer. He reads the quarterback. He reads the route. He was lined up inside on a glance route with safety, safety up over the top. The minute the ball, I mean that should have even in, been in Minshew's thought process. He should have been to the right side immediately. There was right. no way that damn ball should have gone left. Right. No how, way. How much did we overestimate Gardner Minshew's ability to be a, you know, we, we thought he was amongst the, the those backups who could actually be a starter. I'm shocked, Joss. I'm really shocked. Hey, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not the mouse in your pocket saying we. I, you know, I like Gardner Minshew. He's a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I heard all this stuff. He'd, he'd start for 15 teams. People out of their mind, out of their freaking mind, and think that stuff. He's a nice backup quarterback. He can come in uh, for a game or two and, and, and give you some good results. But you know, people figure he lacks arm strength, lacks mm-hmm. vision. That's where it starts with him. But but yeah, he's a good teammate. He works hard. You want him for all those all those things. But he's not an NFL starting quarterback. Ron Jaworski with his jaws. Other than if Hurts couldn't give you the full go, and hopefully he can when the playoffs start. But other than the quarterback issue, what concerns you the most about the Eagles come playoff time? I think the secondary. Um, I, don't, I don't think the secondary has played particularly well. And I'll, I'll include you know Slay in that group as well as as well as James. You know they. They, they, they haven't made the interceptions that I expected them to make. I think it's probably like eight or nine games without interception from, from you know, one, one of those two guys. Um, and with this pass rush, you can sit on routes. You can jump routes. You should be getting interceptions. And the injuries, and, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with, with Maddox. That's a big loss there. Uh, when Gardner Johnson's going to come back, we don't know. I heard, I heard the press conference, Nick still didn't have an answer. So there's, there's a lot out there. But, I, but I, with, with this defensive pressure, it's one of the – Historically, one of the best seasons the defensive line has ever had in the NFL. It's almost like the 85 Bears. That's, that's how good they're playing right now from a defensive line perspective. But it's not showing in picks and interceptions in the secondary. Is, it, is our secondary, they're, they're sloughing off, uh, is it due in part because Jonathan Gannon calls the games differently now that we've got the injuries out there? And the backup, and the backup safety? Yeah, I, I think you have to. I don't think there's any doubt you have to play a little bit differently. you got guys that are coming with less experience, less game experience. Um, you're not going to put in a, you know, the full game plan you would if you had all veterans back there, so you're limited in what you're going to ask a guy to do. I think clearly having backup players and, you know, and a rookie you know, certainly does make a difference. But as you go to the playoffs, you, know, you start getting high-powered offenses, and, and we have struggled against high-powered offenses, so that's got to get shored up. And back to Jonathan again, I, I still think John – He's mixing up pretty well with the blitz pressure, you know, mm-hmm. different schemes. I think he's mixing up pretty well. Is this defense a playoff caliber defense against against a top flight quarterback? It's going to happen because eventually you're going to see him. You know, eventually you're going to go. You, you hope it's Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. You know, get guys like that. 
Uh, you might get Tom Brady again, and you know Brady lit it up for 4:30 last week with everything on the line. So we know what he can do. Um, yeah, they'll be tested if they go up against a high-powered offense. I, I, I'm with you on that. Offensively, back at, back to uh, the Lane Johnson injury, uh, how much did his absence affect the way we were able to protect the quarterback? Huge. It was a huge difference. Uh, you know, when I see, when I watched the game tape, I thought of myself as being Gardner Minshew. And I saw what was, you know, actually not perceived pressure. It was real pressure. You know, Driscoll is a backup player. He's a good, he's a feisty kind of guy, but he just doesn't anchor very well. And as a quarterback, when that guy's sitting in your lap, it, it forces you to move. You, you're not going to get the sack, but it forces you to change your platform, either back up, move to your left. So, you know, Minshew made some bad throws when there was, when there was perceived pressure in his face. So a, a lot of that was because on the right side. Jaws, two final ones here, and it's unrelated to the Eagles. Um, the first is Carson. It was announced today that he's being benched again and that he's going to be inactive when Washington plays this weekend. Do you believe Carson Wentz's days as a starter are over? Yes. Yeah, he's been he's been given every opportunity down there in Washington. Um, yeah, I, I you know, and then I mean, he put out a clunker. I mean, so much on the line. They gave him the opportunity. He actually played well. Well, he played okay the week before. I thought maybe he'd work through his funk, but uh, he had an awful game last week. I, I don't know who's going to touch him. I, I, I don't know who's going to touch him. Mistakes he's made this year, last year, um, his, his days in this league are probably over. In the league? In the league. In the league. Who, who's going to touch him? I mean, who, who is really going to touch him? You're going to have to pay a lot for him. Yeah. Fascinating. Charles, final thing. Curious your gut feeling. Will the NFL schedule a Bengals-Bills game in the regular season? I don't believe so. This is my gut feeling. I have no inside source. That's just my gut feeling. I think it'll go to the win percentage and take it from there. And win percentage would favor the Chiefs. So it's essentially stay the same, right? It's a no contest, and you think the Bills accept the two seed? I think it'll probably get shoved down their throat. I don't know. I don't know how the. I you know I've read all the scenarios that you know everyone's writing about and talking about. I mean, it really favors no one. It'll be a mess with scheduling and. The bye week before the Super Bowl, the bye week after the regular season. Uh, the, the league has a real dilemma on their hands. Sure do. Jaws, love talking to you. We hear the emotion in your voice. Love you, man. And uh, you guys are the best. Better man. days. Better days lie there. ahead. Better better weeks will happen for the NFL. There's no question. All right. Thanks, guys. See you, Jaws. All right, man. There he is, Ron Jaworski. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. Uh, a lot up ahead. Uh, and we'll continue to react on 94 WIP. Pro football, you got the regular season winding down, the college football last deciding game, basketball, hockey, and nobody brings them all to you like the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app is the official sportsbook for the diehard Philly fan, and it's the only sportsbook and casino app I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances like touchdowns and yardage. Bet who scores first, who's leading at the half, and so much more. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting you in the center of the action. New users, join me on the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app today. You can get up to $750 in Sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly. Don't just watch the action. Be a part of the action with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.